Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you're having an outstanding start to your Saturday, another special Saturday edition of the Daily Hammer. Not going to guarantee that we'll do a Daily Hammer every Saturday, but hey, when it comes on the heels of a needed Braves victory and in general with it being the start of the season, we're going to have as many Daily Hammers as possible, especially when there's fun things to talk about. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast all at BatteryPower.com, as well as at BatteryPowerSBN on all forms of social media, also free on all podcast platforms where you choose to listen. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta via San Diego, and finally, dagnabbit, Finally, the Braves put together a game that you have to feel they're going to win more frequently than they're not. Every part of the Braves roster did their part, or every aspect of it. The pitching, the starting staff, the bats, the bullpen. Kyle Wright, for the second straight start, has carried over the excellent spring that he had over to the regular season. Two straight starts where he has looked dominant much more than he's looked ineffective. But the key, the key, the key is that while he was dominant, perfectly fine. The big key, though, is that he put the Braves in position to win. And Ozzy Albies homer, a Marcelo Zuna RBI single, Braves are up 2 to nothing. Kyle Wright runs into a bit of trouble. In the fifth inning, unfortunately, once again, gives up two RBI hits. Two RBI hits with an average exit velocity of 74 miles per hour on each. Just bad luck again for the Braves. But what does Kyle Wright do? He doesn't let it impact him. He just says, okay, hey, bad luck. At the end of the day, I did my job. Let me complete my job. Got through five innings, avoided the big inning and then gave the game over to the Braves' bullpen and the Braves' bats, who took care of business. Adam Duvall, an RBI double in the top of the eighth inning, I believe. Yeah, top of the eighth inning. And then the and then um, a pass ball led to, a wild pitch led to a fifth run scoring, so the Braves go up 5-2, to two, and then the Braves' bullpen shuts it down. Overall, the Braves' bullpen, perhaps the new iteration of the night shift between A.J. Minter and, Tyler, between A.J. Minter, Tyler Matzik, um, Darren O'Day, and Kenley Jansen, you have to figure Will Smith probably figures into their over O'Day. But a variation of the night shift came in and did their job to support Kyle Wright over four innings. 
The Braves' bullpen struck out seven batters, walked none, only gave up one hit over the last four innings of the game to secure the Braves' 5-2 victory. This is it, folks. This is the game we've been waiting for. I know that we said that, obviously, in that 16-4 victory over the Nationals, but this is the remedy for success. This is the type of stuff right here that won us the 2022 World Series. The starting staff doing its job, putting limiting the damage two times through the lineup, the opposing lineup, limiting that damage, putting the bats and the bullpen in a position to win, and then the bats and the bullpen doing exactly what they needed to do. And this time around, it wasn't all home runs. It, it you know, it was, it, the Braves were able to overcome a bit of bad luck, and they were able to get the job done, and they got clutch hits when they needed to. Adam Duvall turning on that fastball and putting it down the left field line was a huge, huge moment. That could be one of the more defining moments of April, especially if the Braves can build off that in today's matchup with Ian Anderson on the mound. But back to Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright has looked absolutely fantastic. Great uses of his pitches. The confidence is there. Overall for him, nine strikeouts, a career nine strikeouts through five innings and zero walks. And again, Again, it's not that he gave up five hits, but it's not as if he got rocked. He just ran into some bad luck. The expected results are the ones that matter last night from Kyle Wright, especially since the Braves won, and they all indicated one thing. Kyle Wright was dominant as hell, and you love to see it. You love to see that the stuff is shining through, especially, as many astute minds pointed out, especially when the Braves were facing Mackenzie Gore, who in the same draft as Kyle Wright, Mackenzie Gore was the third overall pick, Kyle Wright was the fifth overall pick. I believe I've got that right. I may be wrong, but I believe I've got that right. But the Braves won a ball game, playing to the strengths of their roster. And the added benefit is that it came with Kyle Wright putting together a second straight dominant start. We talked about it with Kyle Wright, just picking up. Week after week, start after start, putting together that foundation. Even when they didn't count in spring training, they still counted for his confidence. They still counted. And his teammates have noticed it. Will Smith was talking about it after Kyle Wright's first start of the season. Kyle Wright has looked like the best starting pitcher in the Braves rotation so far this year. And that's exactly what the Braves needed someone to do. They needed someone to unexpectedly take the mantle like Waskar, you know, it did last year to take the mantle and deliver. And through two starts, that's exactly what Kyle Wright has done. And the end result is he's allowed for the Braves to get half their win so far this year when he's been on the mound. And at the end of the day, he's done exactly what he needed to do his job consistently. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. we got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. So as I mentioned, every aspect of the Braves roster last night did exactly what they needed to do to get a very much needed victory. But when you dig a little bit deeper into the offense, it becomes a bit more encouraging. Last night, the Braves were three for six with runners in scoring position. They also had every member of the the, the starting lineup either get a hit or get on base with the walk. Four walks, nine hits, 13 opportunities for runners to get on base. And you saw how much it paid off, right? You saw that the Braves were able to Unlike they've done in previous games so far this year, they were able to have runners on base when things went their way, and it led to opportunities for them to score. Marcelo Zuno's RBI single, Adam Duvall's two-run double, and then the wild pitch. The Braves being able to get runners on base is a huge development, and to me, it seems as if there's a better ability for that this year than there has been in previous years. Now, a big reason why is how spectacular, spectacular Matt Olson has been so far this season. Last night, even though he had three at-bats and a strikeout, didn't have any hits, still had two walks. Austin Riley, two hits. And, and, And even though he struck out once, two runs. Marcelo Zuna getting an RBI single. The whole point is is that the Braves were able to consistently have runners on base to take advantage of situations when they occurred, and that's why they were able to score three runs late. That's a huge, huge thing for this Braves team, is that we talk about the fact that the Braves have ran into bad luck, and again, I don't want for that to be a consistent thing, but it's true. You know, we, we're going to be honest. We're, we need to speak the truth. The Braves have ran into bad luck with a lot of soft contact hits for the opposing team leading to runs. A lot of the Braves' really hard hit balls are going right to fielders. That's just bad luck. How do you overcome bad luck, though? You create more chances. If you're not having that good of luck on chances, you know, when it comes to things outside of your control, create more chances within your control. That's why I think it's so beneficial that the Braves right now are leading the majors in walks, total walks so far this season. I believe that's correct. It was going into last night. But the point that I'm getting at is is that that is the thing that stands out about the win last night. Despite the bullpen doing its job, Kyle Wright looking spectacular, is that the Braves offense had balance. It got big hits when it needed to. It got the home run from Ozzie Albies, but it didn't live and die by the home run. Runners got on. Big hits were made in key situations. And then when an unexpected break came with that wild pitch to get that extra insurance one, the Braves were able to take advantage of it by having runners on base. So the key key thing for me is that even more so than in previous seasons, the Braves' ability to once again be able to get on base consistently, and they're not striking out in an outrageous amount either. This Braves team, though they've been inconsistent at times, They're getting on base through walks to support making hard contact. We all knew eventually it was going to break through, and last night wasn't some great offensive output. But it was the ability for the Braves to take advantage, create, and cash in. That is what really stood out for this Braves team last night, and it was a big reason why they were able to get the victory when they needed to. And so it sets up the opportunity for today 
in an afternoon game between the Padres and the Braves, it sets up again the opportunity that, to me, is very similar to what we saw Tuesday going into Wednesday, in which the Braves, with Bryce Selder on the mound, unexpectedly had an offensive outburst, were able to get a win in a setup that didn't necessarily feel like it was going to be that great of an opportunity to win. They were able to get the win, and then they come out on Wednesday, just run into some bad luck, and take another loss. I think it would be a huge, huge development if, because it didn't work out then, for the Braves to be able to take advantage of the outstanding um, performance from Wright, the good timely hitting from the offense to bullpen, doing what it needed to do, this would be a great day for Ian Anderson to get back on track, and he's got the part to do it in. He's got the part to do it in. Ian Anderson can be very effective against this Padres lineup, I feel. Right now, though the Padres have plenty of hitters that can certainly do damage, right now it's Manny Machado for the Padres. If the Braves can find some way to, you know, if Manny Machado stays hot, at the very least, make him stay hot without driving in runs, if the Braves can limit the rest of the offense, you have to feel strong about their chances to win. Nick Martinez is on the mound for San Diego. He looked good in his first outing of the year. But this is a big key for the Braves. They had a very good outing from Kyle Wright following what was an unexpected bad outing from Charlie Morton. But now would be a great time for Ian Anderson to come on and have an excellent start. One big key for Ian Anderson is to hit his spots. Against the against the uh, Reds to open the season uh, this past Sunday, a week ago, or six days ago, he just couldn't hit his spots. And unfortunately, it led to some wildness. And at the end of the day, it just allowed for the Reds to be able to see more of his pitches and they wound up getting the big hits and the Reds were able to cash in early. But if the Braves can continue their ability to get on base, create opportunities, hopefully score some runs early, that could be another big development. If the Braves can get a few runs early to support Ian Anderson, that potentially can allow for him to find his groove and be able to get done what he needs to get done. And again, just follow the formula from last night. I know I'm acting like this is something easy to do, but my point is is that for Ian Anderson, just find your control, have confidence that your offense will be able to do what they need to do, and at the very least, just focus on putting the Braves into position to win after making it through the lineup two or so times during the game. It's very simple. Ian Anderson has done this many times before. He's going to do it many times into the future. Hopefully he can find his control, be able to limit the damage early on, allow for the Braves to get the lead, and then work with that. But it will be a big development. Great win last night. Formula for success. The two strengths of this roster and the bats of the bullpen came through. The Braves carrying over that momentum to get to 5-5 five and five after today, hopefully supported by a strong start from Ian Anderson. That'd be a great development for this Braves team. And of course, we're going to have it all for you, all the reaction for you, as tomorrow night we'll have the latest edition of the Battery Power Podcast with Brad Rowland and Scott Coleman. And congratulations to Brad Rowland and all Braves listeners who are Hawks fans, congratulations. An outstanding year, outstanding performance last night from Trey Young. Congratulations on making the 2022 NBA playoffs. But of course, the focus here is the Braves. And the focus here is getting to 500. Hopefully, they'll be able to do that with Ian Anderson on the mound today in San Diego. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, all at BatteryPower.com, as well as at Battery Power SBN on all forms of social media. You can also find the Battery Power Podcast Network free on all platforms wherever you choose to listen. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Also go subscribe to Battery Power YouTube 
hosted by Grant McCauley and Corey McCartney every week. They'll break down the week's worth of action for the Braves as well. My name's Sean Coleman. As always, it is a pleasure to be with you. Hope you have a great weekend. NBA playoffs, baseball, so much fun going on. Go Braves. We'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Hammer. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Prop G Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm.